This is IGN. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is IGN. Welcome to IGN's Daily News Roundup. Despite its divisive critical reception, a second season of Velma is in development. The news first broke today within Deadline's interview with Warner Brothers Television Group chairman and CEO Channing Dungey, which said that her team is currently working on Velma Season 2. The divisive animated series aired its Season 1 finale over the weekend. A source close to the production confirms to IGN that a second season is indeed in development although an official renewal has yet to be announced. The series was met with mixed reviews from critics and outright backlash from many fans, currently holding a low 42% critical rating on reviews aggregator Rotten Tomatoes. In her review for IGN, while she praised some of the humor and the portrayals of Daphne and Fred, Brittany Vincent wrote, This show likely came about because of fans who have always wanted more for the teenage super solver. Ironically, the series would be exponentially better without its namesake, or at least a version of her with a bit more character growth. Other reviews were harsher. Entertainment Weekly called it a self-aware slog, while Variety wrote that it can't scare up a reason to exist. Despite all that, you can't argue with the numbers. According to Deadline, it was HBO Max's most-watched animated series debut ever. So a second season wouldn't be a huge shock, even with the backlash. Next, Marvel boss Kevin Feige is teasing fans about more plans for Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, saying that work on a fourth movie has begun. In an interview with EW about the future of the MCU, Feige briefly addressed the next Spider-Man film. All I will say is that we have the story, Feige said. We have big ideas for that, and our writers are just putting pen to paper now. The last MCU Spidey flick, 2021's Spider-Man No Way Home, left Tom Holland's Peter Parker in uncharted territory. Peter Parker has been erased from everyone's memory, including MJ and Ned. He decides not to reintroduce himself to his friends, and instead makes a new Spidey suit and carries on as the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Tom Holland's role as the web-slinger was in question following No Way Home, with the actors treating the movie as the end of a franchise. However, those questions were put to rest soon after, with longtime Spider-Man producer Amy Pascal confirming that Holland would continue in the role, potentially for three more MCU films. The next MCU Spider-Man hasn't been formally announced for either Phase 5 or Phase 6. Instead, Marvel fans can look forward to a ton of other projects, including Fantastic Four, a pair of Avengers movies, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and a lot more. Elsewhere in the same interview, Foggy said there will be fewer MCU shows on Disney+, and that Fantastic Four is set to be a big pillar of the MCU. And is the Nintendo Switch too old? Can Nintendo's wildly successful handheld now in its sixth year maintain its momentum amid concerns about horsepower and a potentially barren release schedule in the second half of 2023? 
Is The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom really worth $70? These were some of the questions being asked heading into the first Nintendo Direct of 2023, a show that Nintendo typically uses to set the agenda for the rest of the year. There was excitement among Nintendo fans, but wariness as well. Coming off a year marred by releases with notable technical problems, and with a long-rumored Switch Pro failing to materialize, the calls for a next-gen Switch have become difficult to ignore. In the end, Nintendo fans didn't get their Switch too, or even much in the way of new information on The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. They did, however, get to see several prominent rumors come to fruition, including the long-awaited arrival of Game Boy and GBA games on Switch. The heavily rumored Baton Kaitos collection also made the cut, and Advance Wars got a release date at last. Even Mario Kart 8 got a little love with a new character in track. In a sign of the Nintendo Switch's increasingly advanced age, many of the announcements were more about looking back than looking forward. Retro Studios' Metroid Prime Remaster, rumored since seemingly the dawn of the Switch, was a big part of the Direct, even receiving a shadow drop after the show was over. It's a release that's been loudly requested by fans over the years, not the least because Metroid Prime is so hard to get these days. Is the remaster enough to fill the gap between now and whenever the next Switch is released? It'll have to be. That's your IGN's Daily News. If you want more news on your favorite games and entertainment topics, make sure to visit us at IGN.com. You can also download our free app on your phone or console and subscribe to our weekly podcasts through the podcast service of your choice. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.